You know, I see too many people that spend too much of their life stuck on a path they shouldn't have, and they knew better. They knew it wasn't right for them. And so when I realized that, it wasn't anything else I really could do but move on to something that I that had hard for me. <clears throat> and at the time, I didn't know what it was. I knew it wasn't aviation. I knew it wasn't that. I knew it was something that I could, could build for myself and take responsibility for myself. Uh, but I also knew at the same time, and, and you brought up the right point, fear. Because I knew there was enough, there, there was also risk in in doing this. So it wasn't um, that I was crazy or or just flipping about stuff. Yes, I was afraid. Yes, there was risk. Absolutely, it was easier because again, I didn't have as much, uh, you know, life debt or life life responsibility. But um, that don't let that stop you. If you're listening to this, you know, and you're you're trying to get out and get into something, you're just gonna have to make that commitment. Everybody has a different starting point. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. There. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is Dr. G, and we are back for another exciting episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. This week, we have none other than Bill Ham. Bill's got to tell us about who he is and what he's up to. I already learned from Bill. And this is already like stolen my heart because he loves Star Wars. And, you know, come on. We're off to a great start. Huge Star Wars fan, I have to admit. (laughs) Uh, You know, so you got me there. And and you're wearing the shirt. So I noticed that immediately. Yeah, big, big fan. I literally just just turned the show off to come in here and do the podcast. Love it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about you, Bill. Tell us like what you're up to, all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on. And I am a real estate entrepreneur. So um, I started life off as a corporate pilot and I realized that I was not a great employee. <laughs> and uh, so I studied real estate for about a year, just reading the normal books and stuff that people read. And, uh, and then I went out and did my very first deal, which was a duplex. And this was in 2005, so almost 20 years ago Ooh. now. And uh, yeah. uh, after doing my very first deal, I thought, man, I'm a genius. I'm going to quit my job, which was a mistake. And uh, went straight into real estate full time with $10,000 in life savings and the duplex, which was producing about $300 a month. Uh, positive revenue. So I I cut the employment cord and went into real estate full time, um, figured it out along the way, you know, carve out comment. Okay. I was 28 years old. I had no family, no children, no life debt. So let's be clear, you know, uh, went in, went into real estate, a a full-time entrepreneur in the business. And I've, I've been here, uh, ever since. That's what I do. So that's fascinating that you went in 2005 because, okay, 2005 was fantastic. 2006 was fantastic. 2007 was fantastic, but 2008 was not. Yes. 
It was not fantastic. It's kind of starting to look a little familiar around here. Yes, uh, yes it it's it's kind of starting to look like that again. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. Okay, okay, all right. Now it's good. And then so um you know so now do you still fly? Because I know that's people's questions. They're like, oh, if you're a pilot. You know, I haven't flown in years. Um, I, I loved aviation. I, I love doing it. But, you know, once I made a job out of it, it, it kind of sucked the fun out of it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, you know, um, no, I haven't flown in a long time. Uh, it's kind of like asking an ex-bus driver if they want to go out and, and drive your, your Chevy around. You know, it's like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm fine. I've, I've done that. I'm okay. You know, good. Thank you. Though, okay. but I'm <laughs> So, you know, it's just kind of like, yeah, you do it for a living. It's, it's not a hobby anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Okay. All right. That's cool. Um, Where I live, there are a lot of pilots. That's why I asked that question, too. Excellent. Yeah, it's a great yeah. job. It's a great career. Um, You know, I, I highly recommend it. I love flying. I love doing it. For me and my personality, I realized I was never going to be the employee that I should be. That was the responsible person that that employer needed me to be. And I wasn't ever going to be that. And so the most responsible thing for me to do was to carve my own path forward for better or for worse, you know, and, uh, and, and I did, and I'm fine for that. But uh, that was, that was a decision I made. That's fair. At least you knew yourself. And that's incredible. You knew yourself at 28. Most people don't figure it out until in their late thirties, usually. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't working. I, I saw friends of mine, uh, they were out like flipping houses and doing real estate in, in my, and like, people kind of asked me like, you know, how'd you get started? What was your first uh, sort of influence? And, and it was friends of mine who I thought were idiots. And I thought, well, hold on now. These people were, were hanging out with me at the bar last night. We're all doing the same right. thing. We're all, we're all equal. Right. And they got up and, and went and did a real estate deal and made as much in a deal or two as I was making the entire year working. And I thought, boy, something is wrong with this equation. I thought, but these are these are these are my friends, right? These are not like right. genius. Right, just, right, right. Know, and I thought, all right, if they can do it, I can do it. And so uh that's where I kind of got the bug and um, you okay. know, surround yourself with the right people, I guess. Yeah, no, out. that that's that's quite um helpful and what you become and how you do it. Uh, so the other question is then, you know, so you're 28, you've made this decision, which is a major life decision, right? Um, you did mention that you didn't have a family at that point, didn't have like any debt at that point, um, which is incredible, so, actually, at 28. Most people at 28 have family, debt. I, I will be very clear. I had a very good family and a, and a kind father who was a physician, uh, pediatric cardiology. So I, I am, you know, being totally honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did come with some some family help that a lot of other people may not have had access to, gotcha. but uh, not all the help in the world. But I, I did have help, so I you know want to be honest with that one. But I leveraged the help and I took every gift that I was given and exponentiated that gift into okay. something else. So I never consumed, but always uh, you know bore fruit with whatever I was doing. So yes, I did have help, and yes, I did have a father who who did well and helped me out, and and so I had that, but. I, you know, I took that and, and leveraged it and turned it into No, something. that's fair. That's fair. Yes. Cause the reason why I was asking you that was because, you know, even with that though, you had to have had some fear, right? I mean, absolutely. you don't just yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, cause you did, the, you obviously had to do something to become a pilot, right? That wasn't just yes. like, I'm just gonna be a pilot today. 
and I'm not going to be, you know, doing the two, 3,000 hours in the air and all these things you got to do. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, right. there is a sacrifice there of the time that you spent invested in that craft, you know? So I was just you know, curious about that. If, if you realize something has lost heart, you have to change your path. I mean, it's as simple as that. You know, you can be as committed as you are and spend as much money as you have and this and the other. If that path isn't right for you anymore, you need to stop and move on and, and do it sooner than later. You know, I see too many people that spend too much of their life stuck on a path they shouldn't have and they knew better. They knew it wasn't right for them. And so when I realized that it wasn't anything else I really could do but move on to something that I that had hard for me. <clears throat> and at the time, I didn't know what it was. I knew it wasn't aviation. I knew it wasn't that. I knew it was something that I could could build for myself and take responsibility for myself. Uh, but I also knew at the same time, and, and you brought up the right point, fear. Because I knew there was enough, there, there was also risk in in doing this. So it wasn't um, that I was crazy or or just flipping about stuff. Yes, I was afraid. Yes, there was risk. Absolutely, it was easier because again, I didn't have as much, uh, you know, life debt or life life responsibility. But um, that don't let that stop you. If you're listening to this, you know, and you're you're trying to get out and get into something. You're just gonna have to make that commitment. Everybody has a different starting point. You know, we can we can say, well, well, this guy. You know, his dad helped him. My dad didn't help me. Or, oh, he had this or I had that. And those are true comments. But everybody has some level of yes. starting point. And engaging that against everybody else's starting point is a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Don't do not do that. Just spend your energy focusing on you and going forward and you'll be fine. You know, and that's what I did. Um, for better or for worse. And I've, I've, I've made some really bad mistakes. Well, you survived, man. So I'm not but saying if you didn't make mistakes, then, then it would have been, yeah. yeah, like, no, you got to make mistakes. That's That's like part of oh, it. Oh, yeah, man. boy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, you know, I think everybody needs a why for this kind of stuff. And, you know, like, why do you do what you do? And, and right. I've come to realize just me personally, um, that if it's something for yourself, it's usually not good enough. And I'm not saying a selfish thing or whatever. You, you might not take it seriously enough if you're not involving the harm of someone else. And that's a true comment. So I try and set myself up in the scenarios where if I fail, there's somebody else I'm being responsible for. Boy, that'll 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 push you through those hard times. Well, for back then when I didn't have children, things of that nature, it's my father. My dad had co-signed some stuff with me, and and so I could not have imagined, you know, letting my dad down and failure and all that. So I didn't care how much money I was or wasn't going to make. I was going to make the deals to work, <laughs> just not to take my dad with me. Uh, and so sometimes I think that's a good tip, you know, is to to find some way, not necessarily put people in harm's way, but right, right, something that's yeah. bigger than yourself to to keep you accountable, you know. Let's no, that's, that's fair. And I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, that is something that is a recurring theme on purpose because when you're dealing with entrepreneurship, you know, it's like that roller coaster, then you have to have that thing to lean on when you do have those rough times because they will come, you know, there's no, there's no like, um, there's no if it's like a when. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Absolutely. There's no question if it's coming. I promise you it'll come. It's just when, how bad, and for how long. You know, that, right. that is the only right. And will you still be standing at the end of it? You know, right. and you got to have that's the right. why in order to have that happen. So, absolutely. no, that's yep. awesome. That is Very awesome. Good. Thank you for reiterating that because I think people kind of hear it and they're like, uh, is that really true? Um, yeah, in every situation that in entrepreneurship, that is the truth. Like, you talk to anybody from the person who has like a, you know, like a, a small shop to the person who's like a billionaire, they say the same thing. <laughs> Gotta have that why, man, for those, those rough why. times. And 
Yeah, and if it's if it's something that you're doing for yourself, in a lot of cases you you might not make it. You know, it, it, and I don't mean to be sort of uh, new age or anything like that, but if it's just about money, there are days when you won't get paid enough. Yes. If if you're only there, like, and this is I teach real estate and I teach business and real estate. And I tell my students all the time, you know, if, if the only reason you've shown up is strictly for money, there are going to be days that are harder and bigger than the dollars you make, and you'll fail. You got to mm-hmm. come up with some other reason that you're out here doing this, and you know. Or, or create an artificial scenario if that's what you need to do, you know, put someone else in harm's way like I, I did with my dad, you know, something. But if it's just you and it's just your your desire for something, chances are you, you, you got to be crazy to stick it out. You really do. You know what I mean? It's like normal people will quit. So you yes. got to have something. You know, it's through those it is days. not for faint of heart. <laughs> it is not. That is so true. Hey, it's Dr. G, and I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. And then, so tell us now, so you, um, so, you know, you're, you're, you're cruising along, you're making mistakes, you're getting back up, you're learning, you're growing, you know, you're really getting the hang of this thing. Um, And so, wow, it's been like, over 15 years so that's a that's a good amount of time almost 20 years even you're down 19 and i like four years old 19 and a half years yeah yeah, yeah so that's a that's a while yeah. right that's somebody's lifetime yeah. and yep. so you know that's um that's awesome and so now you've gotten i mean i'm sure you know because you mentioned students so obviously you've gotten to the point where you are you know you're in a place where you feel like you want to pay it forward that's usually when yep. we start taking Each- on students <laughs> Teaching is a passion. And that is one thing that, that I truly enjoy in life. It is something I've always enjoyed doing is teaching. Um, one of the things I teach people, be careful about passion. It's not, again, since we're having this conversation about things that are not good enough, I'll tell you right now, passion is not good enough. If if you, if you are passionate about what you do, that's good. But if that's all you got, it's not good enough. Passion won't carry you through those hard days either. You got to have something beyond just passion. And so what I tell people, especially young people in business and young people in the world, is is follow your competency, not passions. You know, I, I, I was passionate about aviation, all that kind of stuff. It's easy to get unpassionate. You know, if you'll figure out what you're good at and just do it, it's easier to get passionate about that later on in life. You know, we don't have to always be passionate about everything that we do. And I think that's a young person's mentality that we got to get away from is that they've got to love everything. They got to love their job and they got to be passionate about everything or they're just not going to do it. 
hey, go get a hobby. You know, that's what passion is for, is for hobbies and fun stuff. You know, you don't have to be passionate about your work. You just got to be good at it. There's plenty of room for passion in your life. You know, don't don't make it a work all about that. You know, I'm not passionate about real estate. I'll tell you right now, I'm not. I'm just really good at it. Passionate about teaching, but I'm just not, and I'm not passionate about real estate. It's not a passion of mine. It is a business. I do it. I, you know, I'm competent at it, but, you know, I'm not rah-rah about real estate or anything. It's just a job. That's fair. It's fair. Yeah. And it's a job that you own. <laughs> it's that. It so you don't have to answer anybody about. <laughs> That's the part right there. It, it is no comment. It is. I do work for myself. Yeah, I've, I've I have had. Uh, I don't. I've sold everything, so I don't have anything right now. But I've had upwards of sixteen employees and uh, over a thousand oh, units, okay. and I built a management company. And so I've had, you know, been an owner, operator, manager, employer, all all the nine yards. Yeah, yeah. I do enjoy some of those things, but uh, again, if passion is all you have, not good enough. Not sustainable, right? Correct. So you have to tell us about. Um, so who do you teach, and what do you teach them? Well, um, I I teach real estate. So I am in the multifamily space specifically. Uh, and so what I do is I teach people just like yourself, professionals, you know, everybody in the world who has an interest in learning how to get into the multifamily business. And that's what I've been doing for 20 years. Uh, and so now I have free time and I, and I have taught for about 10 years now in the space. I really enjoy it. I have two books, as you can see behind me that I've written. Um, you know, and, and so I get out and, and do the teaching and stuff like that just for more or less for fun. I have a, a program, I mean, you know, but that's what I do. Um, I, I show people how to invest in multifamily, short answer, either passively, you know, maybe someone like yourself who's a physician who probably isn't trying to quit your career and go be a full-time real estate investor. I would teach someone like you how to, you know, invest passively, maybe as a, as a passive investment or people like myself who want to become that full entrepreneur and do want to go into the business full time. I, I teach both sides of that. So that's what I do. Nice, 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 nice. That's nice. my passion. Enjoy that part. You know? enjoy yeah, the teaching. No, that's good. Yeah. And then so if somebody wanted to, um, so I'm going to just read the book titles because, and well, I are this the smaller print? Are those um part of the title, or is it just real what's estate raw creative cash? Those are subtitles. <laughs> so so okay, these because right. I want to yeah, make sure I'm not I'm missing something. Because if people yeah. are watching in the YouTube channel, they can see it, be right. But if they're listening to the podcast, it's gonna be difficult. So um so the first book um the one on the well I guess my right maybe your left is creative creative cash okay. Um, so if you're looking that up, it's Creative Cash by Bill Ham. And then the other one is um Real Estate Raw, right? Or is it raw real estate? Which one which way is real it? Real estate uh, raw. That's it. You real got estate it. raw. Okay. And it's yeah. also Bill Ham. So look those up and check those out. Uh, maybe it might uh, spark some interest in doing more with that. Have any interest in real estate whatsoever? Just just give me a holler, I can help you out. And then how would they reach you? So those are the books, but like, how would they reach you? Like, are you on two, social media? Two great ways. Yeah. If you want more information on me and what I do, just please visit my website. It's it's just like the book, realestateraw.com. So pretty simple. Um, you okay. can find out all the information about my programs and all that kind of stuff. If you want to reach out to me personally, and please do, I love answering questions and talking to, to people every day. It's bill at gobroadwell.com. That's my email, bill at gobroadwell.com. And that's B-R-O-A-D-W-E-L-L, broadwell.com. Just send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Perfect, perfect. And thank you for spelling it out because, <laughs> you know, 
He kicked me well, in of lots of different places. Like, ah, oh, that don't look like a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, right, so that's right, perfect. Right. Well, I understand not everybody understands my southern uh, drawl, so I have to kind of spell it out for you. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay, that's cool. And then, so as far as the the programs, are these like um, self directed? Is it like a group? kind of coaching type of situation or what is it? It is one-on-one mentorship with me personally. So yeah, yeah, it is one-on-one working with me personally, not anybody else, nothing else. Um, It's just you and I working together, just like we're doing right now on Zoom, you know, so we'll do four calls a month. And uh, and then um, I also have a lot of online content that comes with the program. I have a Facebook group. Now, if anybody is interested in just kind of learning without spending any money, please just check out my Facebook group. And that's Real Estate Raw. I do a live presentation every single week. So, um, you know, please come join me. I do about a 20 minute presentation every uh, Wednesday at two o'clock Eastern time um, on Facebook. And I pick a different topic each week. So if you just want to, you know, ask questions or check it out, please just do that. Check out the Facebook group. But um, yeah, Real Estate Raw is the website. Again, it's coaching. It's working with me one-on-one is is what it is. Okay, good. That's good. Because people like want to know that, you know. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Yeah, I I, I try and um, I've made it a subscription program, really. So it's very inexpensive. It's a monthly fee, and it's not a big giant sign up fee. I know a lot of these people out here trying to get people to write twenty, thirty thousand dollar checks, and yes. and I'm not doing anything like that. So <laughs> don't worry, don't worry about the price. Fair, fair. Awesome, 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 awesome. You know, and so what? So what are so we? We've heard that you've gone through all the different iterations, you know, you started on your own bootstraps and then um, you kind of expanded. You had a point where you had employees and then now you're you're back to back to base again, I guess I'd say. Yeah, starting right. all over again. Yeah. yeah. And then you're, you know, you're doing some different things, some more creative things like uh, teaching, paying it forward, et cetera. Now, what are the what do you what do you see? as the um the next next steps beyond this like are you planning to expand the teaching or what are you what are you looking great to do? question i really don't know um so so number one i have sold all the real estate but i will cycle back around and buy again so it's buy low okay. sell high the market I, i've been here for a long time so i rode the cycle up to the peak of the market and exited had a great exit um i had investors in that all did really well Um, So now I'm kind of waiting for the market to reset, you know, here in America, the interest rates are a bit crazy and, you know, things are a little weird right now. So let that reset and then jump right back in, build a new portfolio. And I've always been teaching. I will always continue teaching. It's it's that is my passion. So, yeah, I would like to grow the the education business. Um, I've written these two books and I'll tell you, there's absolutely no money in writing a book. So if anybody here wants to know about writing a book. (laughs) Please come talk to me. It's a 200-page business card. I love it. It's great credibility. There's no money in it. But I think I want to write a third book. So uh, oh, I think awesome. I'll put awesome. Yeah. yeah. I That's like good. I enjoy writing. Again, no money in that, being clear. Everybody, everybody yeah. always asks that. Oh, did you make a million dollars writing a book? Like, no, I did uh-uh. not get rich writing that book. No. But um, it is good for you know exposure, things of that nature. So that's probably next, write another book. Okay. Oh, awesome. 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 And then do you feel like there's any fear involved in that or in those next steps? Um, less, you know, it's like anything gets a lot easier. This would be the third one. Uh, so, so certainly less, I think the fear is that nobody will read it. Right. That's the fear. <laughs> nobody, fear. nobody shows yeah. up. Nobody reads it. That'd be the well, fear. You, get, you get your dad to read it. There you go. You get at least one to copy. So that's what I said when, when we wrote our book. I was like, um, at least we'll sell the copies to the family. 
your gift gift for your friends. Yeah, both of these books have actually hit bestseller on Amazon for sure. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it did hit bestseller in, in when they were both launched for a few days. They held a few days each at bestseller. Um, nice. I know the, the creative cash was probably sold, gosh, seven or eight thousand copies or so. Maybe we might be around ten thousand now. The, oh, the that's really good. Maybe, I mean, maybe two thousand copies or so. I mean, those numbers like people hear the numbers and they're like, ah, oh, it's not. A, that's quite. That's that's for, really for good. a self-published book that you didn't go get like a big publishing company yes. to spend a lot of money. You're doing your own it's promotion, not bad, really. you know what I mean? It's not yeah, like it's not you have this like national, you know, you go on a book tour type deal around the country. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. It's it's done pretty well. Good for credibility, you know. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and then they, they look pretty cool. I like the colors he chose. That red and black and white. It's nice. Thank you. It pops like it really pops on that. Yeah, I you know what artist did that? Uh, we we hired someone to kind of draft some cover art, and uh, this was the, the creative cash of the first one. And they sent the very first time, you know, they sent three pictures, and you usually have to go yes. through lots of yeah. iterations. And that was literally one of the first pictures they sent. And my my partner and I saw it. Look at that! And went no, that's it. We'll take that right there. We're like, we're done. That's it. We'll go. Yeah, yeah. just yeah, yeah. on the first sight. So we went with that cover, and then I no, kind of made good. the second it's one have to the first. <laughs> Yeah, to keep the color pattern the same. Now it's a brand. And I don't even really like red. It's not that that's my favorite color or anything. It just, you know, it just works. So yes, yes, yeah, it, does. It. it does. Cool, cool. Well, you know what? We're at that um part of the show where we do our tradition. Um, are you ready? I am. Filling in the blanks. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So the first one is if I am fearless, I will. Uh, be willing to fail. You, 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 you know, and I'll, I'll kind of continue on the rest of this, but yeah, you, you have to be willing to fail. If you want to be successful, you have to be willing to fail first. And, and I think that being willing to fail, it takes, it takes uh, bravado. It takes, it takes bravery, you know, and, and that I think is one of the biggest places that people do not uh, achieve the success in their life that they want is because they were never really willing to fail enough to truly become successful. And, and, you know, failure is a huge part of success. And we have to embrace that. We have to understand that. And if you're one of these people that says, I can't fail, I've got to get it right all the time, you have failed bigger than I can even tell you. So be ready to fail. Be ready to fail a lot and often. And and that's, you know, get good at it. It's how life works. No, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Failure is absolutely necessary. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. The next one is to me, fearless freedom means success. Right along with the first sentence, it's the same thing, right? If you're willing to to fail, then you will be. You're willing to be successful, and I think people that are not willing to fail are not technically willing to be successful, whether they think they are or not. Um, saying these things is is all well and good, but it's lip service. You've got to actually put into action, you know, uh, as, as a pilot, <laughs> I saw somebody the other day had a funny picture behind him. I was on a, on a call with somebody and they had a, a picture behind him and they said, attitude is altitude. And I thought, yeah, until you run out of fuel. Ooh. <laughs> and then it's your skills that bring you home. And it's your damn attitude. You know what I mean? I thought I like, oh. attitude is altitude. Yeah. Until trouble shows up. And then your attitude doesn't make any bit of difference in the world. And it is skills. 
And skills come from failure and learning, right? You can have yeah. the best attitude Experience. in the world. It does not matter. Yeah. It is skills that bring you home. Attitude is not altitude. That's nonsense. It's a cute meme. It's a cute, positive, fuzzy statement. It's just not true. Now that's good. That's a good pearl there. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. And then the last one is my battle cry is. Uh, success stands on the, the shoulders of failure. Yeah, success stands on the shoulders of failure. I've said that many times. And uh, whenever you see a real success, look just a little below that, you will see huge failures preceding it. And if you don't, it wasn't a real success. Nah, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Well, you know, I am like very excited and thankful that you took time out of your busy day to yeah, hang out with us on. at the Fearless Pleasure. Freedom Tribe. It was awesome. And you know that yeah. I would love it if you would just say one more time how people can reach out to you. You're so sure. The, the, I have two books on Amazon. That's creative cash and real estate raw. For those who are listening, uh, they're, they're on Amazon, easy to find. Um, my website is realestateraw.com and you can look up all my information on there. And if you'd like to reach out to me personally, my email is bill at go broadwell.com. Go at B R O A D W E L L.com. Please send me an email. Awesome. 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 I would thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Yeah. I'm sure it has encouraged um, those who are listening. And I'm sure that there are at least a few people that have um, where your words have resonated with. So uh, I'm so, sure they'll be reaching out to you. So yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on the show, Bill. Thank you. Thanks for having me.